It's the Adam Crowley Show. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my ball. On ESPN Pittsburgh and the iHeartRadio app. Adam Crowley's not here. I'm Rob Rossi. I am. We might get back into sports this hour on ESPN Pittsburgh, but i got to be perfectly honest with you. It's a Friday of the NCAA tournament's opening rounds, and you're either watching basketball or you're out enjoying the sunny weather, ready to get lit because it's St. Patrick's Day Parade Eve. So um, you're probably not real into the hard-hitting sports topics. So let's be honest. What is good to talk about right now in Pittsburgh sports? The Penguins can't win on the road unless they're playing a Wobegon team like the Montreal Canadiens. By the way, how do you guys say the city where the Canadiens play? Montreal? You're wrong. It's Montreal. Um, Mon- with a U. Mon. Yeah, that's how you say it. How do you say the city where the Maple Leafs play, Katie? Toronto. Toronto. Oh, no T in the second pronunciation. I didn't. You said Toronto. I, I said you. Toronto. 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 You're both saying the T. No, we're not. You are. Toronto? Yeah. Aren't they saying the T? I, honestly, I don't think Katie did to start. Thank you, Kellen. You're getting a punishment. That's anyway, fine. Uh, so the St- Penguins stink on the road, and they're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I'm telling you now, you don't even need to watch the playoffs. Uh, the Pirates and the Steelers don't have any money to sign anybody. So in Pitt basketball, everybody's left. So maybe the punishment should be you have to play for Pitt basketball next year. I saw, so did they had eight guys released? They released. They released yes. eight guys. I missed that. So I, I saw like a quick thing. I didn't know if they were. So they all granted their release. They're gone. Okay, gonna be a good year. Woohoo! All right. So I'm in the studio with Travis and Katie O. You know them from 104.7, uh, country music station. They are country music aficionados. They're also cool young people that will be in a parade tomorrow, throwing things at you, chips and candy and what was the other thing you're throwing? My phone number. Diabetes. Oh, diabetes. If you're 18 and over. You should throw somebody else's phone number. Ooh, that's that would good. be a good idea. Good. Um, so I'll we're going to play a game because you were explaining to me what? The Wheel of Misfortune? The Wheel of Doom. The Wheel of Doom. Okay, and explain that to me again. So we made a wheel. It's on the wall in the studio. It is on the wall. It doesn't look like a wheel that would work in a car. It's an oval. I did my best. Okay, you okay. can probably do better. Okay, well, I didn't. So All right. it's a Wheel of Doom, a list of punishments that we came up with as a team. And whenever Adam collects a bunch of demerits on his show... When he gets enough demerits to have to spin the wheel of doom, he throws some plastic arrow at it. Whatever he hits is what he has to do. We got what earns smash, a demerit? A mistake on the show, or if he forgets to do something. Oh. So I probably have a demerit since I forgot you were a producer for me once. Uh, that's that is at least one. Okay. Well, so what we're gonna do is a, a riff off this, but we're gonna do. I'm. I've made three questions for each of you to take a stab at answering. Whoever gets the most questions right gets to not get the punishment. But are we going head-to-head here, or is you, it three two, separate yeah. questions? Family feud style, or it's, what? I've got a question for you and then you, oh. but they're each... A, the first subject is sports. The second subject is um, movies and television. And then the third subject is a Rossi wild card. Okay? I'm nervous. And whoever gets the... But to make this truly interesting, right now, Travis, you have to say what Katie's punishment is if she loses. I have to think on. No, that. you have to come up with it right now. It's a very short segment. All right, I'll be I'll be practical. You have to, you have to park all the way down at the end of the parking lot, past all the station vehicles. For what tomorrow? On a rainy day. 
on a on a rainy day. Okay. And Katie, what is his? But that's a pretty lame punishment. This is a radio show. I mean, nowadays I mean, you got all these these I think investigations. A, I think she's going to come up with a better punishment. No, I was going to say he had to say the alphabet backwards on air. Ooh, is that good? All right, I'm going to change this. Um, if Travis wins, you have to go out with a person of Katie's choice, <laughs> who is suggested to her. By a friend she's made in the last year. Okay. okay. <laughs> and Katie, if you win, the same thing. Rob really wants us to not be single. No. I really feel bad. Like, you're two of the... Then we'll have to help Rob out. How do you feel about... We're both successful, hard... We've, our careers Because, as going. I've told Travis, what's going to happen is you're both workaholics and you're going to wake up one day miserable and lonely. And you won't be as good looking as you were in your 20s. We'll see. So, so that's the... That, so, that's the that's the that's the thing. Okay. 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 The first question is for Katie. Oh God. True or false? Sports betting is legal in the state of New Jersey. I'm gonna say false. That's correct. So you get a point. I see you, Kellen. All right, Travis. This is a sports question for you. What is the correct way to spell the name Sean? Ooh, S-H-A-W-N. Sean. No. As I wrote down, S-E-A-N. <laughs> Why? Because Sean Miller might be coming the to The future Pitt. Pitt basketball coach. Right. He spells it S-E-A-N. Is he bringing his... As does Sean Austin, in... who was in the movie Goonies, which is the greatest movie of all time. So, you're wrong. Accept it. You're down one nothing. All Goonies right. never say is, die. Is Sean Miller bringing his FBI friends with him to Pittsburgh? Does it matter... Just if they check. win. Oh, they have an office here, so they can just get new guys. True. All right. First question for Travis in this round. This is a big round, because if she wins this, I'm we're going to ask the third question, but you're screwed. <laughs> All right. This is the television slash movies category. This is for Travis. Oscar the Grouch lives in a garbage can, but did he ever date on Sesame Street? I'm going to say he didn't. Travis is over two. I was really hoping you were picking up on the me shaking my head, like yeah, trying to throw me off. You're well, you're you're terrible at this. Well, what if your Katie working gets, chemistry is evident? What if yes. what if Katie gets this one wrong? Then then I'm still I still have a chance. I feel like I have to adjust the question now because um, all right, this is in the television slash radio category, Katie. All right, okay. What was the Oscar-winning film for Best Picture in 1988. 1988. Yes. Don't look at me like that. I'm not giving you a hint. I couldn't give you a hint. That's not possible. I mean, I have... You have to guess something. Uh, 1988. Can I guess that it was a Meryl Streep movie? No. Was it a Meryl Streep movie? No. Okay. I don't know. Well, that makes it a lot easier. So you're now back to zero. What? You get you get points taken away? Well, yeah. I'm making my own score up oh here. Oh, my God. Well, no. I guess we'll just keep you at one to make it competitive. But all right. What was it? Huh? What was the movie? You'll have to go look it up now. I'm not just going to give the answer wow. away. I would have never guessed The Last Emperor. 
ever. Didn't you sense a theme here? We went from Oscar to Grouch. Last Emperor is the obvious connection. I have no idea what this what the connection is. But anyway. You'll figure it out. A few more beers. Okay, final round. This is big because if you guys tie, if you get this right, Travis, excuse me as I knock the microphone away, and Katie gets it wrong, we have to go to a shootout. Oh, boy. All right. All right, KDO, you get to answer this one. This is the Rossi wildcard round. St. Patrick was real. Yes. Okay. That's, what kind of question is that? St. Patrick's Day. I was going with a themed question. Okay. All right. Travis, I'm going to make this interesting. If you can answer this correct, I'm going to give you two bonus points to pull into a tie. All right? Deal. The question is, from the Rossi wildcard, who put the bop in the bop she bop she bop? That's a good question. I don't know the answer. You have to guess one, Travis. I don't have time to Google that, Rob. You just guess an answer, Travis. I got nothing for you. Guess an it, answer. You're terrible at this game. Because this is a biased game. I, it's not. I'm just All asking right. you to guess an answer. All right, I'll guess. It's either going to be Luke Bryan or Cardi B. Wow, you got the second one. You nailed that one. Plus two, so we go to a bonus round here <laughs> on the Adam Crowley Show. All right, this is whoever knows the answer, raise their hand and I will call on you. All right. If Rob Rossi were putting together a list of the five greatest hockey players in the history of the National Hockey League, You're kidding me. would Sidney Crosby be on that list and... For a guaranteed victory, where would he rate? And if you know, we talked about this earlier, you fine young cannibals, you in Pittsburgh, and we gave my top five hockey players of all time. So you should know the the answer. All the NHL? The history of the NHL, in my ranking of the five best hockey players ever, would Sidney Crosby make the list, and would he? where would he rank? He would definitely be on your list, You did not raise your hand, Katie did. I would say yes. I'm going to go with slot number three. She gets half a point. I'd say yes, and you I'd don't say, get half a point though. You got to nail this one because she already guessed the one. I'd part say of yes, it. and I'd say number five. How did they both get this wrong? One. They. Well, you're what? down to two numbers now. What's? Well, it's not. It's not one. It's not so two. It's number so four. it's three. Three four. or four. Yeah. All right. Okay. Who is? The greatest hockey player of all time, according to the Rob Rossi list, this breaks all ties that don't exist. Mario Lemieux. Good God, they suck (laughs) out loud at this game. To be fair, um, Travis actually had that right. No. You you had Sid. I wrote it down. You had Sidney Crosby. Oh, that's right. I put him fifth, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, Travis did win. All right, Katie. Man. That means you lose. I'm I'm going out with someone that Travis picks. Yes, but only from somebody that Travis has met within the last year. Okay, so I have to pick. All right. Yeah, okay. So here's what you're going to do, kids. One of you are going to go on one social media account, and one of you are going to go on the other, and you're going to put that you, what the results were and what it is, and we're going to set a date, and we're going to follow this up. Next okay. time I'm on the Adam Crowley show, which will probably be like Tuesday since the guy never <laughs> works, next time we do this, I'm going to get a follow-up. And, Deal. All right. Now, Travis, I want to put the caveat out here. I've worked with you. I've known you for a year. I'm very fond of you, but I've um, heard stories about some of the people you consider friends. 
Um, I know the people you work with. So I'm a little concerned for Katie's well-being here because you don't exactly surround yourself with a type of upstanding I'm young man. Sure. Did I? Well, no. When did I talk to you about this? We get lunch quite often, Rob. But well, I'm, I'm just saying I know the my... people you used to work with, which you've met within the last year, and you I don't, don't hang see, out with any of those people. You don't seem to. You seem to always be talking about when you go out to these seedy bars and. Well, Pittsburgh is full of seedy. You don't want to. You don't want to wear pants and stuff like that. So I'm a little worried about this. I don't remember any of these. Conversations. You say you wear jeans, not pants. Because well, I, I think I look better in jeans. I'm not. I'm not a very. I'm not a very. You know. You not know, a I'm very not, good looking. Not man, long, tan, handsome. You know. You got. You got to work with what you work. All right. With, I just know? don't. Because if something bad happens, it's on me, and I don't want that. Because then I'm going to have to come in and take it out on the wheel of doom. Doom. So which of these has he done? Smirnoff from Big. I don't know what that means. There's a. It's to your right, actually. There's a Smirnoff mini Smirnoff bottle uh, that's been sitting in the beating sun of the Big Studio for years. Ugh. Probably three or four years. Richard. And so he has to drink the whole thing. Bork Broadway. Bork boarding. He Bork has to get. A boarding from Phil Bork, Ooh. and Bork is so enthusiastic about yes. it. He's excited. Uh, eyebrows, wax your eyebrows. He got his chest waxed instead. He doesn't do eyebrow waxing. Doesn't everybody do eyebrow waxing? It's called being a man. Uh, going to a WVU game as a Pit fan. Get slapped in the face by me. A pregnancy simulation. I don't know what that is. Tomato smash. Get smashed with tomatoes Whoa. on the side of three seventy six. Yes, question, you, Rob. You get to slap him in the face. That was not my choice. Have you done that yet? No. There could be I've lawsuits. wanted to, but no. Can I do that instead? You can cross my name out and put Rob Rossi, yeah. I might do that. Okay. I might rather slap him with a tomato. Well? Have you ever hit somebody in the face with a tomato? Never. No, you haven't lived. All right, kids. So what time tomorrow at the parade? Early. We got to be here, crack it on, but the parade starts at 10. So normally what happens is we go park the truck and then okay. get, get a couple pops and waters and breakfast. All right. And so you'll be at the parade for the whole route. Mm -hmm. Yep, and you'll be, be throwing uh, treats to the kids. Yes, and that sounds fun. And you've done this before. Yeah, twice so now. You, all right. Well, this is fun. I appreciate you coming on Thank and, you. and de debilitating the show. Can I plug my remote tomorrow? I guess I should let you since you just won the. I contest. did tomorrow. Second round of the NCAA tournament at PPG Paints Arena, and I will be hanging out at the Cambria Inn and Suites. They have the bar downstairs, and we're doing a little countdown to tip off with Yingling four to six. With Big 1047, I'll be there. Get a couple of uh, drinks to wet your whistle. You know, we'll have a good time. We'll talk hoops. We'll wager on the games if you want. If you want to you do have that. a gambling problem. No, not like a hefty one. That's the sign of a gambling addict. No, just just you want to you make a reason to watch the games, Rob. You know? Um, and Katie, uh, do you have anything you need to plug? No? No, I should be enough. All right. Will you, uh, <laughs> will you tell your brother that... I'm happy to hear he's eating salads now. Absolutely. Okay. I was worried about him. The kid ate McDonald's every gosh darn It's okay. Day. It was like, it was not cool. I haven't had McDonald's in a long time. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's poison. You know, it's not real meat. They are a big sponsor of ours, Rob. It's not real meat. That doesn't mean it has to be a big sponsor. It's not real meat. Okay. Dairy Queen doesn't use real milk in their ice cream. I mean, <laughs> I can tell you these things, you know. Evgeny <laughs> oh. Malkin's not really Russian. We'll get into all these things. All right. Thank you, you uh, wonderful people. I appreciate your time, and I will always be fond of you, even when you're somewhere else doing some things that are probably a lot. If you're better. looking for a job, just let us know, Rob. Oh, I'm never you. looking for a job. Come on, people with my talent don't need work. We exist purely on our skill. When we come back, speaking of uh, people without skill, Justin Labar joins the Adam Crowley Show. I'm Rob Rossi. This is ESPN Pittsburgh. 
He's not the brightest guy in the room, but he is the cheapest. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Well, if they asked me back after the last two segments, I'll be surprised. I enjoyed it. And I think I can get away with it because the Adam Crowley Show is very rarely just about sports. Uh, speaking of which, uh, sports and sports entertainment count, right? All right. My guest is a longtime friend, a colleague uh, at the Tribune Review. You can listen to him on the Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Uh, you can uh, do the reality check. Um Justin, what else do you do in this world? You're like everywhere. Where, where are we plugging here? Let's get the plugs out of the way. Uh, audio podcast on Wrestling Reality, uh, which they can get on any audio platform every Wednesday. There's Chair Shot Reality on Wrestling Inc., which is a video podcast. There's Columns. Uh, you can see me at IWC Wrestling Saturday night in Elizabeth, PA. We'll have Ellsworth versus Gilbert. We'll That's have right. Britt Baker. I mean, I, everywhere. If, if you turn around and you don't see me, uh, you probably don't have your eyes open. And you are the general manager of the high school sports network for Trib Live, right? I am. We made ESPN's top, uh, we made the number one play in the top ten uh, this past week for uh, an awesome goal that we captured in the Burrow versus Ringgold semifinals game of the PIA HL playoffs. So uh, it, it's a good week. Good week for Justin Labar. He's putting himself over. So follow him on the Twitter machine at Justin Labar. I'm Rob Rossi in for Adam Crowley. This is ESPN Pittsburgh. Justin, we're going to talk some WWE. And um, I guess we'll just address the uh, elephant in the room right away. Uh, We're going to get John Cena versus the closest version of Mark Calloway that we've ever seen at WrestleMania, aren't we? I don't know. That, that seems to be everybody's belief because of the John Cena making mention of the Undertaker, the man being on being on his wife's Instagram, working out very hard. As by the time he takes the ring for Mania 34, he'll be 53 years old. Um, of course, there is also the uh, coincidental, maybe not, timing of Kid Rock going into the WWE Hall Celebrity Wing, and when the Undertaker had a period for about. Uh, 2000 to 2004 as being what many fans um, unofficially dubbed uh, Biker Taker. It was basically the man who plays the Undertaker, Mark Calloway, just being himself. Uh, he was uh, riding out on a motorcycle, and he he was the American Badass, and he would ride to the ring uh, with Kid Rock's American Badass theme song. So has many wondering, is there a correlation here? Uh, I don't know. I still think, I think Vince and, and the Undertaker know the money's in the dead man, that character. And, um, you know, may, maybe... Maybe we see a little bit of realism in the Undertaker's promos if and when he appears on Raw prior to Mania, but I still think we're going to get uh, tombstones and grave sites, and it's still going to be that 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 version of him. Justin, I'm actually going to go against you on this one. Here's here's what I think should happen: we get we don't see or hear from the Undertaker until Mania. We get John Cena in the ring. All of a sudden, we get the 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 dong and then we hear the bike rev and we get you know the american badass taker for that match and then after he wins the lights go out he puts the gear on and that's the last we see of him well a few problems i have with that one i don't uh I don't think you're going to see The Undertaker win this match, no matter what version it is. He is such an old-school guy, and I do think this will be the last match 
this is the one big piece of money that was on the table, and you don't leave money on the table in wrestling. So he's so old school. Uh, while he and Cena internally might argue over who should win and who should lose, both of them conceding that they would lose to each other, uh, Taker's, you know, Taker's going to get the final say. I think he will go out looking at the lights, as you're supposed to traditionally do in wrestling. Uh, but one, I think he loses. Two, uh, yeah, you're, you're having him put the gear on pretty fast. I mean, at, at 53 years old, he's probably going to be pretty spent after this match. That's going to be a whole other task to have him do a wardrobe change as if he's Janet Jackson or Justin Timberlake or somebody. Well, he's a dead man. He should be able to react to that quickly. Yeah, well, I mean, I will say this. Look, you, know, you and I were there last year in Orlando. It, it was, it, you know, it was very symbolic that he <clears throat> laid the jacket, laid the uh, famous attire in the ring and walked out to the thank you taker chance. That visually came off as, a, as as he's done, as the dead man character's done. Um, so, I mean, I, I understand people if they want to, if they want continuity, which WWE is not always uh, the famous for continuity. But I understand people wanting that and saying, okay, uh, we need to get some other version of him. But look, also wrestling fans love nostalgia. They there could be something that sucked 25 years ago, and you bring it back for a random cameo. They love it. They just love things from their past and their childhood coming back up. That's where I think the infatuation of Biker Taker is. If just you remember, from, from, from 99 to, or from 2000 to 2004, Biker Taker wasn't the most popular thing. People were kind of, you know, kind of confused as to why, the, you know, this Undertaker character all of a sudden is now human. So I, 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 I think people get a little carried away in nostalgia and asking for this to happen. Justin, let me throw this theory out at you. We're talking with Justin Labar here on ESPN Pittsburgh. He's one of the preeminent pro wrestling voices in the world. Follow him on the Twitter machine at Justin Lombard. Justin, here's a, here's a theory I do have. Uh, the Undertaker character, the dead man character, was retired by Roman Reigns. We get the Undertaker, the, the more human-like Undertaker against John Cena. Uh, even if he does the honors like you think he will. That does set up with WrestleMania being in the New York, New Jersey area next year. Big media market. You could put him in the Hall of Fame next year. And we haven't then seen the dead man character for a couple of years. And it does free him to talk a little more as himself as the headliner of that class, which would be big given the media market. I know I might be overthinking this, but that if we're looking for logic, I could see it being that. No, I don't think you're overthinking it. And I think that if he is done after this year, you're absolutely right. They just had this press conference today that they're going back to the New York, New Jersey market uh, for WrestleMania next year. Uh, New York is, is basically the home. It is the headquartered home of WWE. So it would be very fitting that one of its franchise players and the Undertaker get inducted um, you know, in their home city. You know, so... But I still think even if we have the Deadman character this year, then makes that Hall of Fame that much more appealing, that much more attractive of selling tickets is, you know, you, 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 you've constantly, you know, we, you know, he retired as the Deadman, and okay, are we going to get him to open up as Mark Calloway? Right. Uh, and, and break kayfabe, as we would say. Uh, you know, it makes the Hall of Fame, it's, you know, it gives one more WrestleMania weekend for Undertaker to still be a headline and attraction, and that is, yeah. let's, hear the, let's hear the man who's been so protected and guarded of his character, finally open up and, and, and talk a little, and, and dare I say, maybe even make a joke or crack a smile. Justin Labar, my guest here, we're talking some WWE. We're, we're into WrestleMania season. Justin, I can't remember the last time I looked at a, a likely WrestleMania card and saw this much depth. Uh, this could be a spectacular show, one where I actually think four-plus hours, or as the WWE would have it, 19. Um, you know, they, they've got a lot to do here. Uh, 
I'm wondering, given that we might have The Undertaker versus John Cena, we're going to have a high-profile mixed tag match. And we've got the Braun Strowman thing. Um, is it locked into your mind? Do you think that we're going to see the WWE Universal Championship match last? No, I think uh, if The Undertaker's on the card against John Cena, that's last. Um, and is that because uh, you just figure that's the go-home happy moment? Uh, yeah, I just don't think that you can. I, I think if you just do role reversal, if you try to put The Undertaker versus John Cena anywhere else on the card, it's just not fair to have anything have to follow it. It's right. almost a waste of the TV time that you put into building any other match you try to put behind it. Um, Brock Lesnar versus, versus uh, Brock, uh, Brock versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title, um, you know, that you can put that somewhere else on the card and it can kind of be its own story and however it ends, whether, whether Roman takes it as many believe so or whether Brock, in fact, does re-sign and they kind of swerve us and he holds on to it. Um, you know, you could finish. Well, you think that's a possibility? It is. Yes, yeah. it is. I yeah. think so. Uh, I mean, you could finish a show with either of those moments, but um, ha- having to finish a show with that and then already having had Cena and Taker, and, and again, we're you know presuming that this is the final match for Taker. I just I don't see how you can end with anything other than that. Can I ask uh, you this know- question, Justin? Can you possibly have The Undertaker lose twice in New Orleans and have that crowd not be just completely devastated? <laughs> I think so. You know, okay. I mean, really. I mean, really. You know, I think that there's some poetic. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a story. You know, this is this is a grant. This is a movie that never ends. And I think that there's some uh, poetic justice to the fact that you know New Orleans was the two places that probably are the most iconic for the Undertaker's uh, defeated uh, portion of his legacy. He loses the streak to Brock Lesnar there in 2014, and he uh, ends his career there against um, John Cena. You know, in 2018, I, I think there's some kind of there's something to be said for that. And, and I think the fans, I think even they are going to know. Okay, if it's John Cena versus the Undertaker, I think there's a decent amount of fans that are expecting. The Undertaker potentially lose. I think. I think. I think the match is compelling enough to where you can say, "Okay, I can see it going either way." But I think when John Cena beats the Undertaker, nobody's going to go, "Oh, that's a shocker." I mean, John Cena beating anybody should never be a shocker. Justin Lambar, my guest here on the Adam Crowley Show. We're talking some WWE as we're marching towards WrestleMania. Very exciting WrestleMania. Justin, we're in New Orleans. It's it's a huge event there. There's always these you know matches we remember for stealing the show. I guess I thought going into this match, going into this WrestleMania, that the show would definitely be stolen by the WWE Championship match. But the more I look at the Intercontinental Championship match, the more I think that might be the one we're talking about from the men. I do think the one we're going to be talking about from a pure wrestling standpoint, if they give them time on Monday for wrestling fans, is going to be Asuka versus Charlotte. Where do you stand on this? You know, I think there's a, a great case for Oscar versus Charlotte. There's a great case for the IC triple threat that you just mentioned. There's a great case for the WWE Championship of AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. If we're talking uh, pure work rate, and for those who aren't uh, into the terminology of pro wrestling, work rate basically meaning, you know, the amount of actual moves you're going to seek, not the pop and circumstance, not the entrances, but the actual amount of moves, bell to bell. The problem, Rob, that I'm, that I'm, I'm, I'm forecasting is that there's going to be some great matches uh, but this thing is going to be so damn long yeah. that I fear when you walk out of there, sober or not sober, <laughs> what will you be able to remember right. and what stood out? I mean, because I mean, there there are there are three or four matches, most of them I just listed, 
which are going to, in the grand scheme of things, be second tier yeah. compared to the Taker, compared to the Brock, compared to the Ronda. They're going to be second tier, and all those matches could 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 headline their own individual show. But they're being you know put together in this granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania extravaganza. And I just fear that by the time the what what literally after pre-show and main show could be pushing seven hours of content. What will you actually remember? You might enjoy the AJ versus Nakamura match, which I would not put it past opening the main part of the show. But by the time you walk out of there, it's five hours later. You've absorbed so much other content. You might be hard pressed to remember the emotion that you felt during that AJ Nakamura match. But it's interesting too, Justin, because I don't think we think about how they lay out the card. I mean, you do because you're so into it. But most people that go, I think, you know, it's it's a it's a unique crowd, right? It's it's the hardest core fans, but it's also a lot of people that go to just wrestle, WrestleMania. And, yeah, it's an entertainment show. And when you're trying to stretch out, you know, like you said, seven hours, uh, the pacing of this show is going to be interesting. Because when you have this many good matches, you can powder a crowd out pretty quick. How, how do they avoid that? Rob, if we come up with that answer, uh, you and I could be millionaires working for them. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know if there is an answer. It, it is one of the most critical things that, yes, you're right, the average person um, doesn't and really doesn't need to. You know, I do it for, for the for the context of my, my job. But the average person doesn't need to think about it. Uh, but it's very important because, yes, how you time a show uh, in terms of, okay, if you're going to give a match that's going to have, again, a high work rate, then – you know, the match behind it should probably be something that's a little bit more uh, of, of, of a schmoz fest, a little bit more gimmicky, or a little bit more, you know, carny. Um, well, Justin, you, I you, went you, with you to Mania last year, and i got to be honest, I mean, I was exhausted by the end. It, it's exhausting. I mean, yeah, no, it absolutely is. I mean, it, it, it you know... And we weren't in there the for show. the pre-show. We were just in there for the regular card. I mean, that's, that's, right. It's a, it's a lot that's, to go through. That's Imagine if I imagine if, imagine if I would have made you leave the bar a little bit earlier. We right. The pre-show, we didn't have any security issues. I mean, no. Look, I mean, how you finish a show is number one. How you start the show is is, is number two, and everything follows in, in place in between. I mean, it literally, there's no there's no right answer. You have to try to, you know, just feel it out as best you can. Hope that you know if you're the person putting the card together, the order that you know best what what each match is going to deliver, and you just got to try to predict the crowd. But like you said. WrestleMania crowds are perhaps the most unpredictable because while you have, um, you know, some diehards that travel from all over the world to be there, you also just get, um, and I don't necessarily want to say casual, but I'll just say you get some families and some kids and and people who might not be overthinking this as much as as, as much as I do for a living. So you do have you do have a very very split crowd and it's a high volume. If you have eighty thousand people and you've got forty thousand of each, um, so that is a, a, a hard hard audience to play the right segments for. Uh, last one here with Justin Labar. Uh, follow him on the Twitter machine, at Justin Labar. Talking WWE, Road to WrestleMania. This is the Adam Crowley Show. I'm filling in for Adam. I'm Rob Rossi. Last one for you, Justin. Uh, you and I have talked about this in the past. I've often thought, no matter what Vince McMahon thought otherwise, not putting Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair in the main event when they were both in the company at WrestleMania is the biggest miss he's had in terms of just you know everybody makes bad calls not having them in the main event was a bad call i do wonder if not having braun Strowman walk out of this wrestlemania as the universal champion 
is going to be second on that list because he's as over as anybody that I can remember, not named Daniel Bryan in the past decade. And he's going to be wrestling by all accounts for the tag team championships by himself, which is a nice gimmick and all. But at the end of the day, it feels like it should be his time and they just don't want to pull the trigger. Look, I agree. I've been antsy about them uh, not putting the title on Braun Strowman and worried about them uh, losing this lightning that's in a bottle. You know, I, I drive the Braun Strowman bandwagon, as you know, but I, I don't. I disagree with you on pegging it number two of the misses um, because Braun is still so young in, in, in relative terms, and you know who knows what happens on the night after Mania, which is arguably as big as WrestleMania, just with different elements. Um, you know, I, I would actually, if you want to take the Undertaker, or excuse me, if you want to take the Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, uh, myth that they had in 1992, I would, I would compare that back over to John Cena, uh, Undertaker. I would say that if we don't see Cena Taker, okay. I mean, which we are, which we are going to, right, had they not done Cena Taker, that might have been the number two on the misses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I just wonder, okay, we're going to see Cena Taker. Let's just hope that it doesn't turn out to be, Hogan Flair of 94, 95 WCW, where we go, okay, this was five years too late. This right. thing stunk. Well, right. But I, but I do think, Justin, just to touch on this point a little bit more, I, I yes, Braun's got, by all accounts, a bright future, but they are force-feeding us another Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match that not a lot of people seem Jones to see, and they've got this Braun Strowman phenomenon just sitting there, and I... It just seems to me that when you come to overthinking it, maybe they're overthinking it. Well, you know, again, if Roman and Brock doesn't end the show, which, as I said, I don't think it will, right. there's there's nothing there's nothing against that whoever wins, whichever one of them wins, that Braun Strowman doesn't make an appearance after that match and lay one of them out, which right. makes you go, okay, I'm tuning into Raw tomorrow night. You know, so, I, you know, I, again, believe me, I, would, I, I wish that I was talking to you right now about it being Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar, or at least Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Which is uh, all they had to case. do. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I wish that's what we were talking about. But reality is not. Uh, but I do still think uh, that, there, that, that, that it's not too late. That if, if, yeah. if, 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 it, if, it doesn't, if, if Braun wins it the next night on Raw, okay. If, if, if it goes to SummerSlam, as long as they can protect Braun right. and still keep the people interested, uh, it's fine. I, I, I get worried but that, that, they, that, that we'll run out of time. But um, Vince has been committed to this Roman versus Brock match for 12 months. He's not changing his mind. Um, so it is what it is. But I, I still have high hopes that Braun Strowman, will, will, we will see his potential fulfilled. I still think they should have made him the host and had him tip over the ring. I, 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 after you told me that a few, whatever, however long it was, uh, days ago or weeks ago, I agree. <laughs> make him the host. Make him the host of WrestleMania. Let's see if he can tear down the set. Yeah. Yeah. You know, last year we saw a roller coaster built for the entranceway set. Uh, let's see what Braun Strowman can tear down just just out of the spectacle uh, of I, his uh, legitimate strength. I still think that's the way to go. All right, Justin, I look forward to it. We'll try to talk to you again here before Mania. Congrats on all the great work. That's Justin Labar. This is ESPN Pittsburgh. This is the Adam Crowley Show. I mean, I cannot believe the kind of nonsense that I am hearing right now. On ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM and 106.3 FM. Before we get out of here, I do want to say thank you to Justin Labar, who was on last segment, bringing us some great wrestling talk. 
Uh, also, in the 5 o'clock hour, Joe Rudder, my friend from the trip, Scoot, as we call him, uh, talking Steelers, and Craig Customs from the Athletic. Craig was talking to us about the NHL, a lot about the NHL awards. And I do believe, unless I am mistaken, that we will have those available to download on the podcast version. So I'll tweet those out too, but you can follow ESPN Radio Pittsburgh on the Twitter machine to follow those too. And also, I should not go without thanking the wonderful and talented Travis and KDO, who I embarrassed freely uh, at the top of this hour. I believe the deal was KDO has to now go on a date with somebody that Travis selects, but the recommendation has to come from a friend that Travis made within the last calendar year. You got it. I don't know why I chose this, but... Choose it, I did, and I'm fairly comfortable with it, to be perfectly honest. So we will um, we'll see how it goes. Um, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, and I do want to encourage people, please do be safe. Uh, be smart tomorrow. Um, this is not a day that you want to fool around with. I know that a lot of you will go downtown and drink and do all those fine things, but uh, be smart tomorrow because there's a lot of people in town and we do want to see, we do want to make sure that visitors from our fair city have a positive view of Pittsburgh. And so we don't, we don't need the shenanigans that we, we tend to be getting as often as we are. Uh, some updates. Uh, we have Penguin programming coming up after this. Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette, along with my good friend. Not that Jason's not a good friend. He is. But my longer-time good friend, the one, the only, the old, true Niner. So Jason and Borky will be talking some Penguin hockey. Big win by the Penguins last night in Montreal. And... I have a column going up on TribLive.com tomorrow that talks about many points with the Penguins, but primarily why I believe home ice advantage is absolutely a must for the Penguins. So check out TribLive.com tomorrow for that column. Also, for all of your complete NCAA tournament coverage, we just saw Texas lose in the NCAA tournament, so it's been a woeful NCAA tournament for the Pac-12 a fairly woeful tournament for the Big 12. And if you're the NCAA tournament seeding committee, you get to explain to people why the two state schools in wild and wonderful West Virginia, that would be the Marshall Thundering Herd and your West Virginia Mountaineers. Well, they're my West Virginia Mountaineers anyway. So think about this. The NCAA tournament is playing the second and third rounds in Pittsburgh, okay? West Virginia University, which is about an hour away from Pittsburgh, and Marshall University, which is about three and a half hours away, are going to play each other in the second round in San Diego. Now look, 
just because the schools are from the state of West Virginia doesn't mean you had to play the game at the furthest site west in the NCAA tournament. I hate this tournament precisely because for all the great matchups that we see, these teams and their placements is baffling. Why in the world are two schools from the state of West Virginia even positioned to meet at a game in Southern California? That makes zero sense. That's not fair to the alumni. That's not fair to the sponsors of those schools. It's not fair to the student-athletes. It's not fair to the teachers. It's not fair to the coaches. It's not fair to the fans. And it could have been. There's a way to do this better, NCAA, and you won't do it because you're wholly evil. No, seriously. I gave my top five hockey players earlier. Let me give you now the five most evil entities in the world. This time we'll go number five. All right? Number five is... Anybody associated with USA Gymnastics who let what happened happen. Number four. Anybody who let Jerry Sandusky walk into a Penn State football facility when they knew what was going on and just didn't want to deal with it. Number three is FIFA. The governing body of football across the world. Number two is the North Korean regime. And number one, by far, is the National Collegiate Athletic Association. They are evil. They are spiteful. They are idiotic. They will chew up and spit out these young athletes. They will make Billions of dollars off of these athletes, and they will discard these athletes like nobody's business. And it's sickening, it's disgusting, it's horrific. Why? It's it's like watching the Carolina Hurricanes. That's not that bad. Well, maybe it's that bad. It's bad, though. I mean, think about this NCAA tournament, and I say this every year. You know, you love the second round, but when you get to that third round and you start seeing those matchups, you start seeing where some of these games are played, and you're like, what is going on? Why, why do these fans have to travel all the way out there? You think it's a coincidence that the two West Virginia schools were in the same pod? No way. So, I don't want to hear it. NCAA, do better. That's ridiculous. It doesn't serve anybody good. By the way, they started playing that game today at like 10.30 in the morning in San Diego. 10.30 in the morning. Are you nuts? You arrogant, toothless, feckless jerks at the NCAA. But thank you for bringing your tournament to Pittsburgh, and we hope you come again in three years. Seriously. 10.30 a.m. in San Diego, and you had a school from the East playing in that game. 
Thank goodness they won. Can you imagine the legitimate complaints Marshall would have had to have to play at 10.30 in the morning? How about Wichita? They're even playing earlier than they're used to. You want to know it's a shock to the shockers? Getting up at 4 a.m. to stretch for a game. Good grief. This whole tournament sickens me in many, many ways. That said, it'll be fun tomorrow at the PPG Paints Arena, and hopefully everybody going there uh, gets to take in a good afternoon of basketball. Did we get an update on Robert Morris? They're down 4-3 to three still? That was the last I heard. That, that was the last Travis I heard. Said. Last we heard, Robert Morris was down 4-3, to three, so we hope they can come back and uh, extend their season there. Um, Steeler news, we got none so far, but we might be headed there. Might be headed towards some sort of uh, small signings here in the waning uh, days of the early period of free agency. We got the Penguins this week, and we got the NCAA tournament. Um, no rumors yet. Uh, or at least confirmation of the rumors that they're going to be moving the games to Anchorage. Uh, but it might happen. Again, thank you to Justin Labar, to Craig Custance, to Joe Rudder, to KDO, and to Travis. Uh, check them out at the parade tomorrow. Adam will be back on Monday. And when he's off again next week, I'll probably be filling in. Hopefully. I don't know. They might not have me back after this one. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Be smart tomorrow. I'm Rob Rossi. This is ESPN Pittsburgh.